0: It's just me and Jordan, this week, special episode, Just the Two of Us. We can make it if we try. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Just the two yeah, of us. there it is. Hey, I don't know why we all just try with this song. Make it us. if we
1: try. Just the two, two of us. us. Just, you and I. Just the, just the <laughs> two of us.
0: <laughs> all right, that's fine. That'll do. <laughs>
1: We always, we always start with just like, I don't know why, I just songs just start coming to my yeah. head. And I've done yeah. that so many times, because I started the one time with the, uh, remember the welcome back. Yeah. Remember that? Because that's, yes. a, that's that was from Jess's like, episode. Welcome Back, Cotter. That's uh, like an old TV land show, dude. Really? That's like an actual theme song for a TV show. And cool. then we did freaking Full House last week. Yeah, that was funny. That was those That was, that cool. was intro was and outro.
0: Yeah, Wait, are we cr- trying to start it? No, oh, yeah, we're, we're going. We, we're, we're I think good? this should be it. All right, well, this is it then. This, right here, yeah. Blank with friends. My name's Jordan. My name's Mike.
1: And this week we have no one.
0: No one is here.
1: <laughs> no one is here with us.
0: Everyone bailed on us. No, 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 I'm no. kidding. I'm totally kidding.
1: We've been talking about wanting to do one just the two of us, kind of hanging out. Just and, uh, the two of us. <laughs> every time, every time we say it, just yeah. pipe off in the song. um Because just to mix up the dynamic a little bit and keep us. You know, fresh and the very first episodes we ever did were with just us. Yeah, so. you might even say it was just the two of us. I'm trying to not say that it. again because p- now no, the songs I know you were in my trying head. Not to say that. <laughs> I was like, how else do I phrase this without saying just the two of just
0: us? Just the two of
1: us. Yeah, and
0: you know what? It's cool because we interview people, not really interview them, but we talk to them about who they are and ask them questions and whatnot. But this week, guys. Everyone say this week. This week. This week, it's just the two of <laughs> oh us. Oh my gosh, we got to let that go. We got to let that go. <laughs> so it's stuck in my head. Um, but it's cool because you guys can, yeah, I don't know, listen to what we're all about. Yeah. you know,
1: I think people get that gist of things through the, yeah, but like the process um, because we put our perspective and we put our own stories behind the stories of people that they share with us and we kind of relate to them and we try to share why we relate. Um, but this week we opened it up on the social media to see what you guys had to say and what questions and topics you guys wanted us to cover. Yes. And, uh, so we have that list of things, some interesting ones here. We tried to get to all of them. We wrote them all down. So let's, let's, let's go for it. Let's go for it here.
0: And we appreciate you guys hitting us up and uh, leaving some uh, questions and topics.
1: When we put that stuff on there, we really appreciate any comment or any question. And if you just want to have us talk about stuff, feel free to put it on there. Um, yeah. Unless your name's Matthew Boudreaux, please stop cyberbullying me. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Stop it, Matt. Stop. You're our friend. I don't want you to be less of my stop friend. Cyberbullying. So stop cyberbullying <laughs> me. That's
1: funny. Oh my goodness. Um, That's funny. But, all right, so there's some, it, there's some cool questions on here. I, I like what some people brought up because there's some things that are near and dear to my heart and some cool perspectives that I think Mike has on some of these things and I don't know anything about life, so... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. So uh, first question here is from our good friend Thomas Gnesi. It's my boyo from Long Beach. Much love to you, man. It was fun going to that festival this week. Thomas, a great time.
0: Thomas, I haven't seen you in forever, dude. Um, but I, it's been years, honestly. Years? No. Yes. Maybe years. Maybe a year and a half. Right. I want to say. Well, but, he's gonna come yeah. out and
1: hang out with us soon. He uh, he told me that. So. Cool. All right. His question was. Fortnite, how does it build relationships?
0: How does Fortnite build relationships? And
1: I think that's a really interesting topic because for me I've never been much of a gamer. Yeah. But I really like relationships and that's what got me playing Fortnite.
0: Because of the people that were playing the game, right?
1: Yes. And the opportunity to be able to just like talk and shoot the shit with them like yeah. in the game. Yes. And just like I've met great friends through playing that game. Yeah. I would consider Esau someone who I love dearly. Yeah. And I've never really hung out with him more than one time, and that was after we had played the game together quite a bit. Yeah. And you, I think, have a lot more experience with the relationships that can be built mm-hmm. or excuse me built. Yeah. When playing like online gaming.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, I grew up playing online games most of my life. Uh, love it, still do. Um, but I want to kind of wind down from playing so much because I want to focus on some other things. Anyways, that's a different topic, but,
1: but why not, man? That's what we, we got these questions to spark some, some conversation. Well, I want to answer the, the yeah.
0: first question. So what I love about that is it's very, it's like this like, community where you just go on and you can kind of say whatever you want. Cause one, you're on the internet and two, you're around <laughs> your friends playing a fun game and doing something fun together. Right. Um, so I actually have specific friends, actually a large group of friends that I hung out with in Seattle last year and they're all gamers and I met them all online. And they're, they're from Washington, and I flew over there last year and met them, like most of them. A few of them came down prior to that, but uh, I had met the, the entire group in Washington last year, and we went to this event called PAX. It's like this gaming event, um, and it, it's really cool. It's really cool to be a part of something like that. Um, it's, it's a It's just a good
1: community, you know? Yeah, there's opportunity there beyond, I mean, you can play with people that you don't live close to. I love playing with our good friend Chris, who lives in Long Beach. I lived with him in college for a little bit, and it's cool to be able to just hop on there one night or whatever if Mike and I aren't doing anything and just get to talk to him and ask him how he's doing, and then all the while playing a strategic game where you know, we're trying to talk and strategize and and win win. yeah Yeah, it
0: builds um camaraderie for sure you know a game builds camaraderie um and it's just fun dude it's so fun to me I love that I I feel like I unwind playing games yeah but uh I I have had a tendency of taking it way too far where I play games all day almost every day growing up and my parents were on that like since I was a kid, they were like, you need to stop playing so much, you know, and hang out with friends or whatever. I wasn't alone or anything, but I just like gaming. Yeah. I like it.
1: I never was allowed to play when I was a kid. Why? I just, it was monitored how long I could play
0: mm.
1: over summer. So my parents were both teachers. So over summer they were home with us. Yeah. It's so like everybody was home over summer for the time we were off school, they were off school and we had like tickets. I had little 15 minute tickets. Each ticket was worth 15 minutes and I I have to pay out my dad. Your parents would give
0: you tickets for
1: what? Yeah. Like my dad would print them up. It would say 15 minutes of media time. He
0: would reward you for doing something?
1: No, you'd get a certain amount at the beginning of the week. Okay. And you'd have to cash them in. So if I wanted to sit down and play video games for a bit, I'd have to give him, you know, two tickets and I'd set a timer for 30 minutes that I could play video games for 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was pretty (laughs) wild. I mean, it made me like go out and play outside and learn how to be alone and like read a book or. Play a game or hang out with my siblings. I feel like that's a big part of why I'm really tight with them because we had to find other stuff to do or, you know, go knock on the neighbor's door. Can Andy play? (laughs) 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 Yeah, Andy. (laughs) Andy, Down the street. That was the boy, dude.
0: Yeah. That's funny. Um, My my, uh, parents kind of were, like, way more hands off, and um, we actually, me and my brothers actually bonded over playing games. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Blake never liked playing games. Molly never liked playing games, so I was the only one. And I didn't really play a lot. Even then, that's what I'm saying. Even now, I don't play video games nearly as much, I think, as you or as a lot of people. I just hop on Fortnite whenever it's more of that social, like, oh, all the guys are on? Like, okay, I'll hop on. That's the only time I really jump on there. Yeah, true,
0: true. Yeah, man, that's that's a good question. Thank you, Thomas. I miss appreciate you, dude. That, you gotta dude. jump
1: on with us, man. I know we were talking about that. Hop on there, and it's just good to catch up, and it keeps you in touch with people that you don't necessarily get to see all the time. Heck yeah, dude. Um, that makes me think too. I want to kind of, I want to do like a game night,
0: like we're like all a playing a real
1: game night, not like video game night. Like get some friends together and have like a game night. Oh, oh, I was about you to say you're trying to have a land, <laughs> a land night. A land. I used to do those with Halo back in the day. I did dude. those
0: like most recently, like earlier this or early in the year this year. We all brought our computers to a homie's house, and we all played together, like eight of us. It's
1: fun when you're in the same house like that. so
0: rad. Order pizza, drink beer, yeah, because we're old.
1: Because we're old. Because we're old. Um, All right. Good question, Thomas. Thanks, buddy. Love you. Uh, Next question, a little bit different side of things here. Uh, Miss Chrissy Baca, the sweetest young lady in the entire universe, asked, Do you give people a second chance easily? Oh,
0: man. This is a great question. Oh, man. Not again. Not again. (laughs) (laughs) Chrissy, great question. Awesome. Jordan, you want to hit this one first? Uh, Yeah, I
1: think I will. I mean, I'm going to say straight up I do. Okay. I think naturally I'm like – I get pretty upset with situations that happen sometimes with people, and I get frustrated. And I think in the emotional state of things, I'm like, I'm done with this situation. I don't want to do this yeah. anymore. I like this person annoys me. Um,
0: or I got hurt.
1: I got hurt by this. I'm and never going to do this yeah. anymore. But then I, all of a sudden, the next day, once my yeah. emotions have kind of subsided, and I feel like I'm a very forgiving person to where I like to see the best in everyone's heart. Yes. And then once my emotions are kind of mellowed, I go back to this logical thinking of that person is, you know, good at their core and didn't do this on purpose. Yeah. And, but I think it depends on the context of that, though, too, because sure. there could be extremes.
0: Like, what about in, like, relationships that you've been in?
1: Um, not a like friendships. Pretty, not yeah, friendships. I feel like I'm pretty easygoing. Okay. As far as it's hard to... I don't think anybody's really wronged me that bad in a relationship. Yeah, I've
0: never been wronged.
1: I've never been, like, like cheated, cheated on. on. Yeah. I don't know how that would go down because I look from the outside looking in and I'm like, why are you, you know, forgiving that person? And that's, that's a whole thing, dude. That's, that's something wild, that I man. don't know the answers to for yeah,
0: sure. Because you don't know what it's like to experience that and, um, to have that wrong done to you and then also to have the love for that person. Yeah. So
1: you- a big part of, I mean, I guess to wrap up my, I'm going to, I want to hear what you have to say about this because for me, I think. I'm super forgiving, even if it's a large wrong, because I've been wronged by friends in situations where if they apologize and they come back to me and I can see that, that there's a genuine connection in our friendship that they care about to the point where they are willing to step down and say that they're sorry for something they did and admit that they were wrong, mm-hmm. um, I'm usually right there behind them saying the same thing. Yeah. So, like, if someone did something wrong to me that I feel like it's like I've had to take a stand and be like, no, that was wrong. If they apologize, I feel like I forgive them. Water very, under like, the bridge. right away, like right away. But if if they're not, if they think they they did anything wrong and they're super stubborn about it, for me that's just I don't yeah. forgive people in that light. I just don't need that kind of person in my life. I want to have relationships and have people in my life that are willing to admit they make mistakes and have you know the confidence and and are able to humble themselves to a point of saying I, I messed up.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you're probably willing to do the same.
1: Would you think that I am? Do you think that I am? Yeah. I feel like I try to.
0: I mean, I, I like in, to say our, in that our friendship, I, yes. Yeah, I
1: really like to say that I messed up and apologize because I really, I just like to keep things good. I like to love people. I like to have relationships. Yeah, same. Be able to build and have clean slates and not hold things against people and just foster good relationships in my life, so.
0: I feel you. I feel you. Good question, man. Or a good, good answer to the question. What's your um, answer to that? Well, do I give people second chances? I feel like I'm the type of person that doesn't hold grudges. Um, I feel like I've been, I've experienced wrong, being wronged. Um, I'm trying to formulate my answer while I'm thinking and talking.
1: Um, you have an answer for it, like off the top?
0: Well, I'm, I'm just trying to think back while I talk. Um, I feel like I've been wronged or even kind of betrayed in some like areas in my life and in relationships, not necessarily romantic ones.
1: Just in general. In general.
0: Yeah. Um, but I never really held a grudge against the other person. Um, I think you kind of touched on it and I would relate to you in saying that, um, I, I just feel like forgiveness is better. You know, I agree. I feel like I'm not tied to something so much that I can't forgive. Um, and, uh, it's just like, if you see the power of forgiveness, happen in that moment where you choose to forgive or someone forgives you. It's beautiful. It's so pure. And it's like you can release people from chains if you forgive them. Yeah. Um, I, I, and that's, I don't say that to say that I always choose forgiveness and I'm perfect and whatnot. I've just seen the power and I try to do that. Um, but I don't know, like I, I kind of have this outlook where I try my best to give sec, uh, second chances to people. Um. I don't know. I keep thinking of, uh, I keep thinking of my ex, honestly, in 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 this specific uh, area of my life, and and that's like the most recent thing that I kind of gave it a second chance, and then it didn't go well. So I, after the fact, like immediately after when it was still fresh, I was like, I'm never gonna do that again. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I'm never gonna give something a second chance. You know. Um, but I've come to realize again, after the emotions subside and you cool off and you start thinking straight again, um, I realized, you know what, it was worth it to see if, if things could happen again. Yeah. Um,
1: peace of mind comes from that for sure.
0: Yeah. Cause there's one thing I hate is the, what if, what if this, what if that? So I don't know. That's, that's my approach to the second chance. What would you so, yes. say?
1: Because when I think of second chances, sometimes to, um, it's hard sometimes. I like, like we said, I feel like we haven't been super wronged. Um, what is, do you think there's benefit? I think in asking this, I'm basically saying what I think. Do you find benefit in forgiving people, even though you know that it's not going to mend anything
0: or it's, or they're going to do it again? Maybe.
1: Yeah. Like for your own heart. Cause I feel like for me in personal relationships and, 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 uh, like romantic relationships after the fact, you kind of go through this phase of being upset with them, mm-hmm. and I mean, this isn't really second chances, but I think this is forgiveness, and we kind of spurred onto this forgiveness yeah, it idea because kind of it. mm-hmm. it's a little bit similar. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, second chances, giving someone a second chance is kind of like forgiving them in a way, yeah. You know? but
1: even with a, you know an ex or whatever, maybe you're not giving this to them a second chance, but you're finding forgiveness in your heart, and I think that's important because I feel like if you hold resentment, it's only really hurting yourself.
0: Yeah. It really is because they don't feel it. You're the only one that's feeling that on the inside.
1: And that stuff festers, man. It, it festers builds. in your
0: heart and it's like this storm in your heart and you're the only one that it's affecting and you carry that throughout your day and you go to sleep with that, you wake up with that and
1: it's just, it's all inside you. I like your storm analogy. That's thats a good word for that. That's how it feels in, in my heart. It's like, just like a thunderstorm just like kind of just building and yeah. just like attacking. Rumbling Yeah, that's that. rough.
0: Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't like that that's another aspect to why I try to choose forgiveness Yeah, because it releases me mm. most of all, you and know, there's peace within your own there's heart, peace within my own heart. And, you know, I've been in circumstances where I try my best and I choose forgiveness and I choose to forgive the other person. And I know that they're going to do it again because of their, their track record. I personally experienced that a ton of times. And, um, and, and, it was like each time it was the same excuse and then coming back and then asking for forgiveness and then saying, oh, I'll change my ways and then going back and doing it, doing like kind of doing me dirty again. Um, but, but you know, it's crazy is that I've been through that and I've kind of invested in that person and have chosen to like give them the benefit of the doubt. And and I've seen the outcome after everything. I've seen like, yeah, the, the power of forgiveness did prevail because at the end of everything, when they were done kind of, rebelling or messing around or anything like that, they came back to me and they said, Thank you so much You know, had it not been for those moments where you decided to accept me, I don't think I would be here. Um so I think at the end of the day, it like it's like it's kinda cliche to say, but the the good that you show will always prevail. Yeah. You know? And you know what, you might not even see it in your life. You you might not even you, you might just be there to like I feel like I'm stumbling my words, but you might just be there to water that seed that needs to grow. You might not even see the plant come out of the ground, you know? Yeah. But that water, that forgiveness that you did decide to show, it definitely helps.
1: I think for me, on that forgiveness aspect too, forgiving somebody time and time again doesn't necessarily mean you have to keep them in your immediate close group of friends. Okay so like forgiving somebody it's like i i can forgive someone in my heart but also choose not to
0: associate continue
1: building a relationship with them
0: okay yeah
1: that makes sense that
0: does make sense yeah um maybe um not pushing them away sounds very harsh but in a sense you kind of like just stop associating yourself with them so much not entirely but so much um i i totally get that
1: i just think if there's wrong that's that just consistently is happening between two people. It's probably just not the best situation to keep like feeding into. Find better, more uplifting relationships for yourself and for your own personal health. Definitely and whatnot to be able to do that uh, with people who aren't going to consistently do that. Not that I'm going to hold a grudge against those people, but recognizing that they're probably just not meant to be in my life at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know that's so true, and that's definitely something that you, that's an outcome because. Who wants to get hurt time and time again, you know? Because the second chance is if you're only in that situation because something happened and it didn't necessarily go well, and now someone needs a second chance, or now that option is on the table, right? And it hurts. Yeah. You're usually there because something went wrong and you're hurt, and you're like, dang, man. It's
1: interesting that like we went to started from talking about second chances to building that onto third chances, fourth chances, fifth chances, because I think if you're giving a second chance, then truly – you're just giving second chances over and over again because I think by giving a second chance you're saying I'm gonna you know clear your record of the wrongs you've done yeah and so if they wrong you again yeah if you truly gave them a second chance originally yeah you're giving them another second chance
0: yes yeah
1: because it's not a third chance at that point or a fourth chance because mm-hmm. you've truly yeah cleared their their slate
0: definitely and you know I'm gonna take it to a, a spiritual standpoint because this is like what I try to live my life by is that I I'm a Christian. So I believe in God and, and um, not to dive too much into that, but like, I believe that God forgave me of so much. Yeah. Why shouldn't I do the same for other people? You know, I know, I know the the dirt and the craziness that Mike has and, and like the wicked things that I'm capable of. I know myself in that area, Yeah. you know, and yet God still chose to forgive me. Like that's beautiful. So giving that out is like something that I, I want to do out of that does that make for sense sure. cool okay,
1: that's a good question man we could talk about that kind of stuff yeah that could be a, a whole while. episode <laughs> legit uh, yeah, that'd be cool to get other perspectives from yeah, people on that yeah thanks as well.
0: Chrissy appreciate the question
1: alright um,
0: <laughs> take a breath yeah <gasps> seriously let's, let's go to something lighter on this man
1: uh, Brian Garut my brother-in-law the absolute homie B Root B Root interesting <laughs> Never heard that one. Um, Um, This is a homie who's also been on the podcast. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back, check it out. He's a super passionate, driven, hardworking um, man. So give that a listen. He asked us to talk a little bit about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Dude, I want to – tell us – Tell us what you were talking about the other day, Mike, because we both had this same thought. I think it was this morning, right? Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't you know.
0: walked into my room, and I
1: was like, dude, the Night King? <laughs> like,
0: I didn't even say good morning You So or if you haven't,
1: li- or haven't watched recent Game of Thrones, and you're not kept up with this yet, you might want to mute this or skip yeah. forward about Yeah, here's our disclaimer.
0: Yeah, here's our disc- disclaimer. Uh, spoiler alerts.
1: Right in your way. Yeah. All right, so the Night King's dead?
0: Okay, so this is all I'm saying, okay? <laughs> Tell me all of it. Check this out. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but first episode of Game of Thrones, the entire series, they showed people like these, like, um, what were they? The the uh, Crows, right?
1: The Men of the Night, the Night's Watch?
0: Night's Watch men. They were out, I think, beyond the wall. And uh, it was snowing, obviously. Um, And they got attacked by what seemed like White Walkers. Now, being on Season 8, I'm like, yeah, they were probably White Walkers, right? Yeah, yeah for I think sure. They, they teased expensive. that. They even teased that the first episode. So, it's been building since day one that this whole concept of White Walkers, you know, like, we're fighting in in our human civilization or whatever, but there's, like, this bigger bigger, imminent threat coming, you know? Yeah. So, all that is being teased, and and it's such a buildup, and then all of a sudden, in Season 8, what, Episode 3 we're on? Today's going to be Episode 4. Episode 3, you have this, like, battle, and it's pretty epic, but the Night King shows up, and... He, like, basically claps everyone, but he shows up to Brand, and he gets killed in, like, what seemed like 15 seconds. Like, in 15 seconds, he was walking up. He was about to, like, slice Brand in half, and then Arya comes in flying like an eagle.
1: How did she get through the whole army too yeah. of them, where she's sneaking around. He had his generals there, like <laughs> all, in, all top dogs, a top brass, circle, dude. Top
0: brass was there, dude. <laughs> and this girl just sneaks by. I get it. She's an assassin. She's like this crazy ninja. I totally get it. But really, I think that's cool. But really, like he can just pull up. She can pull up on this guy and just like, I mean, she gets choked out. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, at first, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. But she's probably used to that since. <laughs> My boy Genji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> You're wilding. Uh, no, I'm all I'm saying is like she sneaks up, jumps on him, gets choked, but then stabs him, and that's
1: it. It's over. That's it. There's just so much build up for yeah. the situation where you thought Bran was. Maybe it's because of all the theories though spinning on the all internet. All the theories. Because that's the fan base though. That's the writers haven't really fed into the theories yeah, too much.
0: But I think it was purposeful because they wanted to. They wanted leave to it. leave it up. To interpretation, yeah, and then naturally you would think that they would drop the what actually happened and who the Night King is. Naturally, that's what happens. You don't, you don't you just don't leave people on cliffhangers. It's horrible. Some, but
1: like writers get into situations sometimes, and I don't know this yet because we're not done with the season, but where they open this storyline and they don't really know how to close it. Where it's like, who was the Night King? We don't even know. Like You're going to just have this whole buildup of this character and this this crazy army and this power that he has. And you kind of know where they came from, right? Because the, the children of the tree or forest, whatever, the forest. forest or whatever it yeah. is. And they, they created like, him. They created him. And the reason why was already kind of given mm-hmm. in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I just wasn't happy with it I, just I'm being over.
0: No, no. He seemed like such a crazy threat to the whole uh, human world um, that to die in like fifteen seconds of him walking I mean, up to get stabbed—that like episode ridiculous.
1: was epic. Um, just yeah, it was epic. insane proportions.
0: Yeah, it was epic. But I, I, don't know. I, I feel like I'm not
1: satisfied. I'm not satisfied right now. Yeah, I. It's interesting that when that happened, the minute it happened, I looked over you and I was like, I guess the rest of this series is about Cersei. Yeah, like, I'm that's like it. Like, the, we're I mean, okay. not that's it, but that's gonna be a pretty gnarly battle. Um, what, what, I, what battle though?
0: Well, she has two dragons.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know, the
0: Night King had his whole undead army, and you're like, "Oh, undead but a army!" a
1: lot of Winterfell just got knocked out, bro. But
0: she has two
1: dragons. Yeah, but Cersei has that whole fleet that she just got. The Golden, got. Company? the oh, company, Golden Company, the Golden Company, maybe, and um, the uh, the guy from the Iron Islands. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, uh, the. The uncle.
0: Theon's uncle. Theon's uncle, yeah. Yeah, rest Dude, in peace. Yeah, peace.
1: <laughs> oh, man. No, rest in peace, Theon. Dude, that was... Your boy... I felt good about that. Theon has, honestly, throughout the course out, of like this show, has probably had one of the most, like, up and down character development storylines. Yeah, yeah. Because he's seen probably... I've gone from hating him to recognizing, like, his like how much I appreciate he's done some really really good things in this show and some some of the worst definitely definitely his like redemption
0: story is wild yeah right and you totally see him being redeemed
1: taking back on like your identity after going through stuff like that is wild yes like him being able to stand back on his two feet in the end and you know make that last stand that he could yeah when he'd been stripped of who he was as a human being dude he was stripped down to a pet
0: yeah. He was turned into a pet. Yeah. And you know what's wild is that when he was kind of rebelling and whatnot trying to make his dad happy, he took over Winterfell when Brand as a kid was the ward of Winterfell cuz everyone was off I think at that time yeah, Robert Rob was off fighting the war, right? So Bran had to take over cuz he was the the oldest Stark or whatever. Um he betrayed them and he kind of basically it was it was a cool dynamic because he betrayed Brand cuz Brand was there but now before his death, he was protecting Bran.
1: Yeah. You
0: know? And Bran, it's he his like last words to Theon were, You're a good man, thank you. Almost saying like I forgive you, you know, like you I you know, I always knew you were a good man and I love you. He was looking and for I want to like dude, be with you. He and know, I want to like
1: he wants to do what with you
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah he really was looking oh, for love. Goodness. But um yeah shout out dude, to the also,
1: also brand like what he better do something dude. man i'm tired just, of freaking uh, brand, dude. just his eyes rolling back in his head and he like where was he that whole time he was asleep
0: <laughs> he's like call me when this is over dude
1: he's like i'd rather die in my sleep than yeah try, like watch what's going down
0: get choked out by this dude. icy guy dude. yeah
1: anyways game of thrones that's wild of thrones. one of the best tv shows i've watched in my life period be groot appreciate it love you dude um caleb gallops that's a nickname. <laughs> oh, like, what? My man, Caleb, I miss you, dude. Summer Beach House 2019. We own. Yeah. Um, yes, dude. Good question. I still question. need to pay you for that, by the way. You do. We got to sort it out. Yeah. Um, where do you want to be in 10 years?
0: Mike? Great question. What do you got, brother? 10 years. Okay. Let me just think. I think a lot of it revolves around your age personally. So in 10 years, I will be 35. If I'm not married by 30, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You start <laughs> crying. Totally kidding. Now, so I'm going to be, Thirty-five. Okay, so ten years. Um, I want to definitely be much more established in my career, um, but more uh, specifically, uh, I just want to. Um, I think I definitely want to have a family, have kids.
1: You want to have kids in ten years?
0: Yeah. Okay. For sure. For sh- sure. Specifying. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think uh, personally, for me as a person, I want personally to. Personally For you as a person. Just, I'm just being real personal
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> Break down some walls, man be yeah really I'm personal trying to think again about I'm, how personal you are as again a person. I'm thinking as I'm speaking right so I'm just um, messing with you guy
0: so let's see ten years
1: I think you said it man I you want to be
0: just like more comfortable in my own skin and and really explore more of who Mike is and explore my talents and likes and dislikes and just get to know myself more. Um, I, th- I love self growth and self love, and I want to show myself more of that. So in 10 years, I hope to get to a new level of that. Does yeah. that make sense?
1: Yeah, that's good. What about you? 10 years, dude. I don't think that far out in a lot of ways, cause I'm already pretty established in a lot of things. Um, I would kind of like to think that I'm with somebody like consistently and kind of have built something with them. Whether or not that's marriage or not, um, that's just up to the situation. I I just want the companionship, I think, the most, which is what I seek in a lot of my interactions with people, is just building relationship with people, and I'd like to start doing that, I think, romantically in a way where... It's more serious? Yeah, I mean, not too serious, like where it's going to be like super stressful and things like that, but just like I kind of want to go down that venture of kind of having a person, I think, Um, and be there in 10 years. I'd hope I don't necessarily know if I want kids in general, ever, ever. I don't, I go back and forth, dude. I really have liked my freedom. Um, I, I think it'll be if I'm with that person and that's where we're at and that's what we are kind of thinking and that's the next step. Yes. But if I'm like with somebody and we're just kicking it and we're traveling like I am now and just living and just having a good time and don't want to put like the brakes on that yet, then I'd be okay with that too. So for me, it's like, if it's the time, then yeah. I've kind of grown through a lot of stuff where I put too many expectations on my life and felt a lot of, like, disappointment and feeling like I wasn't where I was supposed to be when in reality, I'm all, I've am all i been in a good place for a really long time, and I love my life, and I love who I am, and I love the people around me, and mm-hmm. so I don't want to put too much of an expectation on that and then people that I meet. Yeah, for to sure. To fill some sort of void for me. For sure, for sure. So 10 years, I mean, I'm pretty established in my career as is. I can only move up at this point, like with years. My guy, dude. Moving I finished. On up. I submitted my last paper for my master's degree today.
0: Big congratulations! Thank
1: you. Well That's, deserved. You it's worked been a process, hard, dude. There was some long. There was some that. long days and nights. Yeah. It'll be nice to not have all that stuff on the plate anymore.
0: Yeah, I remember that, dude. I went through a lot of shirts, dude, just full of tears because you were on my shoulder <laughs> yeah, every day. Can't.
1: I was like, Mike, I just need yeah. another one of your hugs, dude.
0: Yeah, and I said, I'm out of white shirts.
1: <laughs> Why does that have to be white? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. That's, all, that's just what I thought. <laughs> I was thinking of the You're Fruit of the Loom white, white shirts. Shirt. I'm out of these Fruit just of the Loom. through them, dude. Yeah, thanks for Anyways, the question, Caleb. Appreciate you, it, brother. Looking forward to, uh, like I said, Summer Beach House 2019. Yeah. All right. Thomas Carter. Dude, you stay asking some sick questions, bro. Tommy. Uh, We got to have you come on here and hang out with us, dude. Heck yeah. And that goes out for a lot of you guys listening. If you are interested in sitting down with us, like, talk to us about that because we're not some exclusive thing where, like, we are asking people who are, you know, some. Famous, well, obviously, it's just our friends, and we love talking to people and getting perspective, and everybody has valuable perspectives. So, definitely, if you're interested in coming on here and hanging out with us, let us know. Yes, um, but, anyways, Thomas, love the question, man. You just threw out the topic here of the afterlife in general what happens post death?
0: Afterlife, I feel like he's, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, he's asked questions before, and I love it, but yeah. it's kind of like, um, kind of centered around the same thing, right? Yeah, you've, he's asked a right. lot of questions. So about, I would say like, what's on your mind, Tommy? You finna die? <laughs> I'm just <kidding. laughs> No, no. No. Um, uh, I actually think about this a lot and I take the stance again. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm a Christian. So I, I hold on to the hope that there is something more and something good and better waiting for all of us after this life. I don't, I don't really buy into the whole like we're not here or we're only here because of some big bang. Something happened and there's really no purpose. We just came about out of nothing because at that point, why should I do anything? Because I'm going to die anyways, you know, so why don't I just do whatever I want? Like, I don't know. I just don't buy into that. There has to be something more. There has to. And I feel like there is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I I'm confident in saying that that there's a god. And for me, I don't like to concern myself too much with the thought of afterlife because if it's there, it's there and if it's not, then it's not. But yeah. based on what I believe, if it is there, then I'll be fine. Yeah. And so I I really like my life on this earth and I'm not like a person who's like I just can't wait to, you know, yeah, join my heavenly father. And it's like, that's, I mean, I, I get that some people really just look forward to that and they just are craving that side of things. But it's, for me, I've never felt like that. For I've sure. really found a lot of joy in my life here. For sure. Um, and if that's something that's an opportunity and a beautiful experience to have on the other side, then uh, obviously I'm excited about that. Yeah. But I'm not focused on that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I hear you, dude. I, I feel like I was going to say something, but it's slipping my mind right I now. I feel
1: like we... Even though we disagree, Mike and I disagree on a lot of stuff as far as religion, um, big picture, we are on the same page. So it would be interesting to have someone come on the show and talk to us about different perspectives. Because I don't have a lot of people in my immediate friend circle that are, like, firm, strong, believing atheists Mm. and, like, outspoken about it.
0: Ooh, I have a coworker that's – I think a few coworkers – Probably not atheist. maybe one like is
1: studied it and like have legit things yeah, to say yeah, about and they, it. Yeah,
0: they um they like uh like challenge me.
1: Yeah, that's that's important you to know? be challenged, man. Yeah, that's because when you, you learn you, and you strengthen your own or yeah. you decide to cut yeah. ties with some of your own yeah, beliefs. Yeah, you got
0: to you got to believe in what you believe and not only that but um know what you believe mm-hmm. too, you know. Um but yeah, afterlife Yes. Yes. I, I, for, I would say firmly, I believe that there is an afterlife and I believe that there's something good and that there's a heaven and that there's a hell too, honestly. Um, and, um, I believe that, you know, honestly, God, God wants us to be in heaven and he wants goodness for us. And, and that's where I'm coming from. That's how I grew up. And, um, that gives me a lot of hope.
1: Yeah. I was going to say something. I, I have a lot of doubt, so I get, I'm not a blind believing person where and like I'm just like walk in faith and just trust it hundred percent because I do experience a lot of doubt. But what I do know to be true um, is like God exists. Jesus is the Son of God. As far as I'm, you know, to yeah. my beliefs and whatnot, and that's that's what I hold on to. And everything else around that. That, that's what God called us to, or Jesus, that's what he called us to do is believe yeah. in him and say that he's the son of God. And I think everything else is up for debate and there's a lot of unknown, but it's not going to sacrifice your salvation. For sure. That's, cool. that's my two cents there. Cool. You know, we, can, we can go on this for a long time. Yeah. Dude. Mike and I talk about this a lot. Yeah. Mike and I get into pretty heavy debates about this because I have pretty open beliefs about it and you have more like specific like detailed beliefs about some things. I yeah, think. but
0: it, but you saying open beliefs makes me sound like I'm the opposite and I don't have open, like, I'm definitely, I think I'm you definitely open. You hold open-minded.
1: strong to certain pieces of Yeah, it,
0: I'm I, de- I, I would say I'm definitely not closed-minded. I'm not a closed-minded person, but when it comes to my beliefs, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just like, it's like this faith and intuition that I feel like I've been given that it's just it's as easy as saying like one plus one is two yeah of course of course it is you know um but again that's just me you know you, you're obviously a different person that's probably why we challenge each other on our different perspectives and i like that um but i just wanted to clarify it to me that made made me sound like i'm closed off i'm no, not no i didn't
1: mean it like yeah. that so thank you for clarifying so yeah, you that got, it's not yeah. a misunderstood there
0: good question tommy thanks
1: tommy love you dude um Jono Amen. Just a little bit about Jono. He's actually got his own podcast going right now. Uh, Amen Audio Experience. He's got a couple episodes out. Check that out. We had the privilege of being featured on an episode of his not released yet, but it was a good time. Went over there this week yes. and talked about some random stuff, man. Yeah. It, it, some good conversations came out of it, though, so thankful for that. Love you, Jono. Thanks for having us on. Jono asked us to talk a little bit about dating advice. Dating advice, and uh, obviously, as the professional over here, single as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're two professionals.
0: Yeah, we're we're killing it right now. I think I've Uh, learned a lot though, because I've dated a lot. So I think, yeah, likewise. I would say um, my biggest dating advice, I think, is, um, I would say, don't go into anything kind of willy-nilly but then also there's this interesting dynamic where you kind of sometimes have to but i would say overall what encompasses all that is uh get experience right now now i've um i've kind of growing up when i was younger i kind of withheld myself from a lot of things um and not to say i'm going wild now uh, but mike's wild guy <laughs> No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm a peaceful stream. (laughs) (laughs) My man. I'm like giving them this look. Don't air my dad dirty laundry. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. All I'm saying is um, I've had friends ask me this. Like, what have you done in this situation, this situation? And I've been able to answer, I would say confidently, because I've been through those situations. And that sums up to just having experience. I think, you know, and I'm not, I think too much experience in this area, you have to be wise on what you want to put yourself through. Yes. You know, you don't have to put yourself through dating five people. And, and I mean, to kind of like take things to an extreme level, you don't have to experience like dating someone knowing that they're not a quality person. They're probably going to hurt you to feel what it's like to be hurt yeah you know what I mean so, learn from other people in that regard learn from other people seek advice but overall I think experience um, will will tell a lot and what you like you'll be able to see your your your, um,
1: your uh, likes and dislikes likes sure. and dislikes
0: and who you're compatible with that's so important so important I thought I was compatible with the few people that I've dated and I've I came to find out. I'm like, what was I thinking? Your after feelings fact, get in
1: the way, man. You get blinded by. Yeah, that. you have
0: these like love goggles, and for whatever reason, like they're a good kisser, and you're like, oh my god, this is the best. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then you come to find out, like, you know, they're like a really weird person, or or aren't we all? You know what I mean? But it, you just come yeah. to find out you don't necessarily
1: match up with them in very important pieces of your life. It's so interesting you're like, how those perspectives come into play though after it's been broken. I think where you look back and you go, that probably wasn't what was best for me in that situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest piece of advice that I would give my younger self um, is don't put too much pressure on situations. Just, just go with it and call it what it is when it is that. Not trying to fill something. And again, it comes back to me kind of talking about expecting something from somebody and having them fill some sort of like pre-decided role in your mind that you're trying to find somebody that fits into it rather than let the relationship develop into what it's supposed to develop into naturally yeah rather than you taking somebody that you meet and going oh you are supposed to be this 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 to me Mm. find out what they are to you
0: Yeah. Find out what they offer.
1: Every time I've tried to rush something and tried to make some, like, meet somebody and make them fit a certain role in my life, it hasn't ended well. I've done that so many times. And I've put too much pressure on people that I've met before because of this preconceived idea that I have developed in my head about what it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to go down. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's only done bad in my previous situations. Dang. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm a big uh, advocate for it naturally happening. Yeah. You know, there's a natural progression to a relationship on any level, I think. And if you were just to have some patience and just like relax and kind of ride the wave, you'll see that natural progression and you'll see when you have to step in and kind of control the ship and call it times. something or yeah, you know, define or define some the relationship and- or anything like that. But for the most part, yeah, you can just, take the back seat and like relax get to know people go through it and enjoy it really enjoy it just enjoy it you know
1: yeah there's a lot of times just to be thankful for opportunities to have certain people in your life and getting to know them and if it's not gonna pan out to some you know ending that you have decided for it then that's okay so don't have the ending decided for it yeah just
0: live with what you have experience the moment yeah and uh, set yourself free. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, Mike, we do that so much, but we're just like having a really serious conversation. We didn't, we didn't hit it too hard right there. But then all of a sudden we'll rabbit trail into yeah. some just rant. Some like insane. Just, like... just jumbling sentences together of just
0: pointless. Yeah. Just, Just weird banter. Anything. Yeah. Well, appreciate the question, Jono. Again, guys, check out his uh, podcast. The we'll Jono definitely Audio link Experience. all his
1: stuff too uh, when he releases that episode and uh, yeah. what's out? Cool. Next. Um, Thank you. Next. They, oh, oh, I get it. Um, Lily Nunez, also a lovely, lovely woman. Um, question she had here is What if it takes two or more years of being single until you date again? Okay. Um, Lily, uh,
0: let's see. What if it takes two or more years of me being single until I date again? I feel like um, I can answer this question for me uh, on multiple levels. I think that if it takes two years um, of me being single until I start dating, then that's what it's going to take. Then so be it, you know? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, that's what it's going to take then. But um, on a different level, I think that uh, those two years – I could be doing so much for myself. Um, you know, I think singleness is like kind of viewed in today's society. It's like, it's like something bad, you know, um, within
1: our bubble, within I our think. bubble.
0: I, yeah. Yeah. Especially since we are both single right now. Um, and I don't know why, but I feel like a lot of our peers struggle with this. It's like singleness um, that no one really wants to be in. Um, but I I look at it as being single but not alone you know yeah. I have friends I have you Jordan a really really good friend um, probably like my one of my best friends for sure <laughs> he's putting his hand on my lap <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm gonna take all that back dude leave me alone right. uh, no no you know like things will happen and things will come um, I feel like I'm dating all the time I I I, I girls out and whatnot not excessively but i'm always dating so You're I'm always never, open to it i'm always yeah. open to it so i'm never um really just single for a long time but anyways back to what i was saying was uh yeah uh being single isn't bad and if i have to wait like two years until i start dating or until i meet someone that is probably going to be my wife or anything like that then so be it i'm gonna make the best out of those two years yeah and work on myself and and just build my character and
1: and um be ready for that person when they come good I don't really have a lot to say to that because of my kind of changed perspective like I have no idea where I'll be in two years kind of back to my like where I'll be in ten years it's like I'm just gonna be continuing to Riding embrace this wave. yeah embrace any relationships that come my way and yeah get to know people and build a community of great people around me and yeah as I'm getting to know different you know girls I'll See where that yeah. goes and whatnot, and definitely,
0: you just never know where life's gonna take you, dude. I didn't know that I was gonna move in with
1: you. I did what <laughs> <laughs> I knew the moment that I met you, I was like, I'm gonna get this man you to move s- in with me. You saw that spark in my eye, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah, you just never know where life's gonna take you, so sometimes things happen and you don't necessarily want them. <laughs> You do not plan for them, but you just kind of ride the wave and you, you make the best out of it, you know, have some hope and, and take on that better perspective and look on the bright side and go with it. Yeah. Good response to that.
1: Thanks, um, Lil. Love you. Okay. First of all, Chrissy. Again, here <laughs> she is. Um, guys, please ask us multiple questions. Chrissy has no shame. And I love that. Chrissy, you are awesome. All right. Uh, Chrissy asked, what is your favorite hobby? How about we answer for each other? Oh, okay. Because I feel like I would just say what, what yours is based on like what you do a lot. Oh. Okay. And I want you to answer what mine is based on what I do.
0: Okay. A lot. I think that one of your favorite things to do, favorite hobby, is uh maybe cook. Nailed it. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> yeah, what I would have yeah. said. That's you love exactly cooking. what I would have said. And you <laughs> know what? You left like the other day and um I was like, <laughs> I have to cook. <laughs>
1: i'm like jordan's not here anymore
0: (laughs) i have to do this i can cook i can throw down
1: you can you can cook you don't like it as much as i do though
0: yeah yeah i yeah i just rather be doing something else but i like cooking with someone yeah you know
1: and we have to start cooking again like together we haven't done that in a while for some reason it's smarter too bro financially yeah i think if we collaborate like if we did like if you did a meal one night and then i did a meal one night we would be saving money and time yeah, for sure, for um, sure. Even if we're hanging out and doing it with each other, but like one of us plans it and it's like it'd be a good way to do it. Yeah, Especially we'll moving in with Chris, too. Oh, it's gonna soon. Be blast. That'd be rad to just like have a night where it's like, I mean, I know we're busy and our schedules change, but yeah. I think it's good to have that. Yeah. Anyways, um kind of like also preserve the relationship and like help it, you know, like Dude, there's something special about community in the kitchen. Yes. For me, and yeah. eating together with people and put on some good music, preparing a just, meal with yeah. people. It's literally Probably Such a bonding hobby. that's experience. my hobby for sure, dude yeah. the, being in the kitchen with people is my hobby yeah. for sure yeah um, my or my guess for you would definitely be gaming <laughs> really yeah I yeah, mean, I I mean... Y- you like you like a lot of things, but I think what you do the most with your free time and what you're good at and like you said, it gives you this sense of release and like time to decompress and stuff would be gaming yeah, for sure yeah, it
0: catch me in the morning
1: on a week weekend. I'm just like, what's up, dude? Like like looking from my computer and my headset. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> but, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's pretty spot on. Um all right. Thank you, Chrissy, sweetheart. Um Alfonso Sabrera, my little brother. The boy-o, dude. Yeah. Miss you, man. Come hang out. Um he has said on here, he goes, "I'm always here to be your guest." Always here to be your guest. Well, I would say we're down. But
0: I do I I do want to say that um yeah, come over, but think about what you want to say then. You know, if you want to if you want to do a podcast with us, then
1: you don't I'm not telling you you have to have something to say, but just think about what you would talk about. We've learned that the most, I think, through podcasting that bringing a guest on we've had to have kind of small brainstorming sessions before to help them figure out what the highlight is for them and what they want to be able to share. Um, because Mike and I can only do so much. It's not an interview, so we're not pulling things from people. Right. We've found the best <clears throat> um, podcasts to be the ones where the the person kind of has a little bit of an idea about yeah. who they are and what they have to share. And Mike and I are obviously pretty good at helping people share that, because I think that's what we like to do is yes. is talk about life and talk about what makes people tick and talk about their passions and whatnot. Um, but it's the best episodes we've recorded have been the ones where... We've had an opportunity to talk about that person and and help them to find what it is that they feel like is a powerful perspective that they bring to the table. Yeah, and kind of like
0: um, give them this platform to have a voice, honestly. So, uh, yeah, I would say I think that everyone has something to, to say. Um, so just think about what you would say. Cool. And, I, and I love you. I love you, too. Yeah. I, I don't call him Alfonso. I call him Guyo. I hardly ever call him Alfonso. Alfonso's like my dad. He's named after my dad.
1: That's your dad's name? Alfonso? Yeah, Alfonso. I didn't even yeah, know yeah. that. Um, I like the name Alfonso. I see Alfonso and I, I see Alfonso. I like um Guyo just never really. Well, it's it's a family thing. It's a family thing and yeah. I it, it does go beyond your family because there's his close friends call him that too. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> on his wedding day, dude, the freaking, uh, what are they?
0: The are best man the, or whatever? No, the officiator. The officiator? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, he's like do you take? <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, yeah, freaking Gullo. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, totally have you
1: on, brother. You know I love you, man Just think about what you would say. All right, last question we have here is uh, (laughs) just another fun one here. Say it. Say it. Who's it from? (laughs) You guys already know who it's from. (laughs) Um, Again, the lovely ray of sunshine in in my life, Chrissy Baca, just a blessing. She's Um, awesome. We have a group chat, and she just is the life of that. So, Um, she asked, "If you were a dang animal, what kind of animal would you be, dude?" Well. Jordan, if you were a dang animal, what dang animal would you be? Uh, I don't know if this is like really well known in the in like our community and just amongst a lot of my friends, but there's a small group of my friends that uh, have labeled me as Jaguar Jordan. (laughs) No, no, I'm just playing, man. Jaguar Jordan. No, I'm just playing. No, I'm just 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 messing (laughs) around.
0: Uh, no, you know I'm playing. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just playing, baby. Just having a good time? Uh, oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah. Only my homies know me about Jaguar Jordan, dude. Because they know I'll get it done. <laughs> that Jaguar man comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jaguar um, Jordan. Dude, honestly, you I'm, need trying, one to, for you, I'm dude. trying to find something that'll rhyme with Mammoth my name. Mammoth Mike. Mammoth Mike. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mammoth Mike.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Why? Because... Damn, my mind went to so many dirty places right now. But just because I'm cool. Yeah,
1: that's what it is. That's the only reason. Yeah. Cause, we're going to have to find mammoths, a mammoths Manatee, lived in the, Manatee Mike, dude. No,
0: mammoths lived in the ice during the Ice Age, and they went extinct. And your heart is cold. What? <laughs> no, it's because I'm chill.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Damn. <laughs> uh, okay, well, you know what? I think that wraps it up. But guys, we really appreci- appreciate you guys' input. These questions were cool thought-provoking, and they're funny. Um, yeah, Jordan.
1: Mike. What's up? I love you. You know I love you. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate you. Stay involved. Talk to us. Stay Communicate faithful. Communicate with us. Stay faithful. Stay Don't f- cheat on us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't break our hearts. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. <laughs> Later. Peace. Later. Later. Peace. Later. <laughs> no, we have, to, we have to say, this has been Mike and Jordan. Oh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Ready? Yeah. All right guys, this has been Mike
1: and Jordan. Peace.